Hey there, do you enjoy two friends ranting about things they love? Well do I have a podcast for you. Topical Rants is a podcast about two guys who rant about anime, pop culture, or whatever else pop up in their minds. Topical Rants, found everywhere you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One more thing to go over before we start the episode. We have a Discord. So, if you would like to discuss with us about the backrooms or send funny memes, consider joining. We hope to see you there. Now let's get into the episode. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Traveler's Guide to the Backrooms where we try to go over and explain the lore of the many levels and entities within. My name is Sharp A3, an MEG AI processing system, and today, we'll be going over the infinite wheat fields of the backrooms. So I hope you don't mind a little gluten because today, we're no clipping our way into level 10. Basic Descriptions Level 10 is the 11th level of the backrooms. It has a survival difficulty class of 1, that being safe, secured, and has a low entity count. Level 10 is one of the safest levels within the backrooms, and it also has one of the highest agricultural yields as well. Because of that, groups use this level as a major source of food and almond water. Its relative safety is also a welcoming factor, with many wanderers slowly populating the level more and more each day. But don't just think it's just a farmer's dream here. This is the backrooms, after all, so you can bet there are some unnatural things going on here if you pay enough attention. Well, with that description out of the way, let's go over the appearances of this level. Appearances Level 10 takes the appearance of a wheat field that spans for as far as the eyes can see, and then some. The wheat crops themselves are safe to consume and interact with, but it's best not to rush headfirst into the fields, due to wanderers losing their bearings quite easily within them. The sky, much like level 9, seems to be stuck at a particular time. In this case, around noon. The sky is also in a state of perpetual overcast. With occasional rain being recorded throughout the level. There's a large dirt path that goes from north to south within this level for an unknown distance. As you travel this path, you'll come across much smaller paths that branch off to settlements or outposts out in the fields. It should be noted that traveling these paths are safe for the most part, other than a certain event, we'll be going over in a bit. Puddles of almond water can be found throughout the level. It should be noted that wanderers should boil the almond water before consuming it. 
As you continue traversing the level, you'll come across abandoned buildings, such as old barns, old animal stalls, stone ruins that seem to date back to medieval times, and small farmhouses that looks to have been built in the early 1980s. It should be stated within the animal stalls, the sounds of farm animals can be heard randomly, seemingly coming from nowhere. Within the small farmhouses, you'll be met with a mostly empty residence. But these houses hold a weird trait to them. It's rumored that, sometimes, normally at random, the sound of soft sobbing can be heard within. It's believed when this happens, any wanderers within the house are sent to another level. Though it's seen as hearsay, no test into this matter has been approved. Stone towers can be found scattered across the fields. These towers resemble watchtowers from the 1600s. These towers are the belonged territories of the archers. A native entity we'll get into in a later section. These towers are safe to explore, unless the archers are present, in which case, they should be avoided. While traveling level 10, a strange phenomenon can happen, in which the sounds of soft crying or angelic singing can be heard. It should be stated that you should not try to find the origins of these sounds. It's unknown why, but those who have gone looking for where the origins of these sounds are never heard from again. So ignore them when you can, and you should be just fine. Scavenge and Supplies So let's get the obvious out of the way. Wheat is, without a doubt, the main item of interest within level 10. It's a major reason for groups to set up an outpost here. Other than wheat, farming or agricultural supplies and machinery can be found throughout the level. These objects are normally old or out of date but still get the job done. Animal furs from a variety of different species can be found within some of the barn houses. It's unknown how long they've been cured for, with tests on them always coming back inconclusive. Care packs can also be found within this level, consisting of the average loots. Such as medical supplies, almond water, foodstuffs, or weaponry. There's also the chance of random objects being found in them as well. Almond water can be found throughout the level in the form of puddles. These puddles are a byproduct of a native entity of the level and are known to be much sweeter in that regard. Supplies can also be found within the archer towers when archers aren't present. Supplies such as bows, arrows, and other guard-related materials, appropriate for the 1600s. Great for those into that time period or just desperate for supplies. Entities Though entity sightings are rare in this level, it's still possible to run into entities while on your travels here. Especially within the infinite fields that dominate your view. Here are the basic entities that can be found on this level. Smilers, creatures that consist of a floating face that can be found in the areas of darkness. They're attracted to light and fighting them is unadvised, due to the creatures not having a physical body. But that statement is unconfirmed. There are skin stealers, entities who feed on and wear the skins of wanderers they come across. If you notice a wanderer acting oddly, and their skin seems to be overly stretched or loose looking, you might have a skin stealer on your hands. Hounds, bipedal humanoid creatures that tend to attack wanderers on sight. Luckily they can be intimidated temporarily if you stare one down, giving you time to decide on how to deal with the encounter. Choose your next course of action very carefully. Hostile adult and child facelings can be found here as well. Faceless humanoid entities, who normally are neutral to wanderers, are hostile on sight within this level. Luckily they are physically as strong as a normal wanderer, so taking them down shouldn't be too much of an issue. Be on the lookout for groups of them though. Wranglers, very large snake-like entities who twist their ways underground are rumored to have been spotted within the level, 
so be on the lookout for vibrations. There's also camo crawlers, a gray, four-armed creature who possesses great camouflaging abilities. A danger many wanderers don't even see coming. Luckily, they're blind, so if you believe one is near, cause a distraction and try to get away quietly. Hopefully, you're sneaky enough to get away. Now with those basic entities out of the way, we can now get into the two native entities of this level. The first one of these we'll go over is the Glove. Gluffs are a large tumorous creature that grazes the wheat fields. The creatures are quite docile, acting more like dairy cows than murderous flesh monsters. Many groups within level 10 are none to raise and care for gluffs for their unique properties. As a byproduct of eating the wheat within the fields, gluffs are able to produce sweetened almond water. It's unknown whether this byproduct is their form of sweat or urination, but this matters little, as the almond water is safe for consumption. It's because of this, that puddles of almond water are found throughout the level. They're a perfect creature for those looking to settle down in this level, this next native entity we'll be going over are the archers, humanoid entities known for using bows as a means of offense and defense these entities, as you may have realized, are the owners of the archer towers that can be found all throughout the level. They take the appearance of medieval archers of unknown origins. They're normally standoffish with wanderers, normally leaving others to their devices. This behavior does change when one of two things happens. The first and obvious reason for hostility is if they are provoked into violence. This is unadvised due to their proficient skills in archery and that they travel in squads. So you'll rarely ever be dealing with just one of them. The second reason for hostility is when something or someone trespasses onto what they consider their territory. From the investigation of these entities, this seems to apply to the archer towers and their surrounding area. Though the measurement of said area is unknown for most towers. And some routes they take on their patrols. It's unknown why they take these routes or what they're patrolling for, due to communications with the archers being minimum at best. Their archery skills as a whole are extremely advanced, with most shots fired from them being fatal. Luckily they are known to use warning shots to scare off those who get too close, so at least you'll have ample warning. Now, a weird trait about these entities is their presence within the level. It's unknown where they come from, but when a trumpet blares within the level, they seem to just appear. It's unknown if this is some kind of summoning ritual or how this process works. It's unknown as well if this is a level-wide event or segregated to certain areas at a time, with investigations into this still ongoing. When the trumpet blare goes off for a second time, the archer disappears without a trace. It's after this, that going into their towers will be safe. It's best to avoid the archers and their territories as much as you can, and to pay attention to the trumpet blares as accurately as possible. Doing this can save you from an untimely death by an arrow shot. Settlements and Outpost The first settlement we'll be going over is the BNTG Resource Station for Level 10. This station was established for wheat production, and almond water extraction from gluffs, and to be used as the main distributor of baked goods for the group. It's stated that they have around 20 to 30 members at all times within this station, and are well armored. They aren't known to be hostile to wanderers, so going to them for help when needed is advised. Next is New Sodbury, which many wanderers believe to be the fastest growing settlement within level 10. This settlement is noted to be a few hundred years old, but this is speculated. It's also stated that a group of 10,000 creatures known as the Created Ones are known to stay within the settlement. These entities' appearances take the look of average household items with cartoon doodles arms and legs. 
They have a height of about three and a half feet tall and have the intelligence of an average wanderer, with the strength of one as well. It's best to treat them as you would a normal wanderer, as that's how they want to be treated. They live side by side with wanderers as a team to improve New Sodbury the best they can. A group of 1,500 wanderers also make New Sodbury their home. Working with the created ones to improve the infrastructural and educational system, though this specifically is a slow-going process and sanitation situation. Because the settlement is growing at a rapid rate and the presence of the disease, a backroom native virus that resembles rabies and symptoms, sanitation within the settlement is becoming an issue. Though with all these issues, New Sodbury seems to be determined to make the best out of what they have and improve their situation the best they can. Insurrection Station 04 is next on the list. Just like the BNTG resource station on this level, this station is the main wheat production and distribution station for the insurrection. There are believed to be around 40 members stationed here. Other than wheat production, they normally keep to themselves here. It should be noted that they don't deal with any member of the BNTG or anyone who associates with them. Next, we're going over Malt Town, a rather smaller settlement of only a few members. They're friendly to wanderers and willing to trade with them. It should be noted that they're under the protection of the BNTG, who's stationed not too far from where they settled. It's unknown what kind of relationship they have with each other, but it seems overall friendly. Next are the housekeepers, a very mysterious group with an unknown amount of members within it. The only information known about this group is that they've come across some vital information on redacted found within some of the houses around the level. It should be noted that they refuse to disclose the information found with any of the other groups within the backrooms. It's unknown how this information will affect the backrooms as a whole, but whatever it is, it's caught the eye of many of the larger groups of interest. The Church of the Crops is a group of about 73 members, who believe in an angel entity within level 10. They believe that this angel is the one who can be heard singing or crying throughout the level. They also believe that this angel is capable to bring her worshippers back to the front rooms, which leads this group to perform sacrifices. You can identify the members by the chants they're constantly shouting. It should be noted that due to the members following the singing and crying, the group is in constant flux when it comes to their member count. Is the angel bringing them back to the front rooms? We at the MEG highly doubt it. Next, we have the Backrooms Investigation Foundation or BIF site Omicron. This site serves as a training facility for the group's beginner investigators. This is due to the relative safety and atmosphere of the level. It's believed they have over 400 members stationed here. Quite a sizable force here. And lastly, is Novus Seclorum Outpost Moors. This outpost is more of a front for the group. Publicly, its purpose is for wheat production and the storage of almond water and rose water harvest from level 83. A pretty average reason to be stationed here. But the true purpose of the outpost is to keep watch on the Church of the Crops. It's unknown why this is the case, and how far this surveillance on the Church goes. Ins and Outs Like many other relatively safe levels within the backrooms, there are many ways to enter and exit level 10. Let's start with the most likely way to enter, walking long enough in the fields of level 9 will have you transition into level 10. Climbing a chain link fence within level 205 will bring you into level 10. Going to a particular door in level 12 and doing said procedures required for that door, will lead you into level 10. A really dangerous way into level 10 is to jump from the train in level 61 while it's outside will have you fall into level 10. This way of entering the level is greatly discouraged. 
Entering one of the holes in the maze of level 51 can lead you to level 10. Somehow, eating any food that's similar to green beans has a chance of teleporting you into level 10. Running through the forest of level 170 for long enough will have you transition into level 10. Exiting out of the hallowed grounds of level 143 will bring you to level 10, as well as going through the revolving door within level 40. Jumping off the western edge of level 693 has a chance of dropping you into level 10, walking about 50 kilometers in level 83 will bring you here too. Going through a locked entrance within level 139 can bring you to level 10. Turning a clock or similar timepiece to 7 o'clock am within level 166 will teleport you to level 10. If you can no clip through a barrier in level 3030, you might be sent to level 10, while touching any furniture that is clipped into another object has a chance of sending you to level 10 as well. Now with all of those entrances out of the way, let's go over the many ways to leave this level. The main way to exit level 10 is to continue down the paths for an unknown period of time. Doing so will have you transition into level 11. Very rarely, if you come across a bunker and enter it, there's a chance you'll be sent to levels 1, 2, 3, or 14. Entering any of the farmhouses has a very small chance of teleporting you to levels 0, 5, 7, or 9. You should always be prepared for this to happen, so keep this in mind entering the houses here. Finding a ditch and following it for an unknown distance will lead you to level negative 7. If you come across a swamp area far out in level 10, traveling it will transition you into level 66. Though this is extremely rare. Coming across a blue patch of weed out in the fields with a clown scarecrow in the middle of it, and picking any of the blue stalks within will have you teleported to level 283. If you go 20 miles in any direction of Malt Town, you'll come across the boundary of the Corpse Lake Exclusion Zone. It seems you'll only come across this if you actively seek it out. The Exclusion Zone acts as an entrance to level 10.1. Coming across a ruined castle far out in level 10, Entering has a chance of sending you to level 143. If you knock down a normal scarecrow within the wheat fields, it'll cause you to clip into level 807. Coming across rare snowy areas in level 10 will have you sent to level 176. If you continuously travel east for an unknown distance, you'll be sent to level negative 100. No clipping through a dead patch of grass or wheat stalks will have you clip into 3030. And lastly, no clipping into a hay bale has a chance of sending you to level 694. Closing words So, that was level 10, the field of wheat. What do you think about level 10? What kind of information do you think the housekeepers found within the old houses? We would love to hear what you guys think. That's going to be all from us today, so thanks for listening and we hope to see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, have a wonderful day and be safe out there. I would like to say a very special thank you to our patrons, Ridiculous, Izzy Klein, Caleb Hills, Zephyr the Cast Iron Crow, Nathan Gear, Bell Maxoro, and Anakin Bumgardner. Thank you all for going that extra step to support us and what we do. It's greatly appreciated. If you would also like to get your name shouted out at the end of the episode, get access to episodes earlier, and other perks, go become a patron on our Patreon. Where you can do those things and more. Thanks again for listening, and have a wonderful day.